Well, welcome, friends, to the Victory Point Bible Reading Podcast, where normal, everyday disciples open up the Bible and discuss. We don't claim to be theologians here, but no one ever said you had to be to read and interpret and apply the Word of God to your life. So thanks so much for joining us today, and here's your host. Well, hello, friends and family. Dwight Beal here with my wife, Betsy, at Dark Horse Studios. Hi, everybody. And it is Tuesday, November 1. Welcome to November. And hope you had a fun Halloween, if you did something for Halloween. And hey, we just want to apologize for going a little long on Monday. But we were talking about time and how time is sort of this ethereal, I mean, who really knows? And we got caught up in the vortex of no time. And we are still trapped in it, aren't we? <laughs> yes. Yeah. So we promise we're going to be about that, everyone. a little more brief. Yes. So before we jump into the Bible reading passage, Betsy, why do you come to Victory Point? What's your connection to Victory Point? Mm. Gee, I wonder. Yes. Well... It's because this uh, fellow that I know is the worship leader extraordinaire. Mm. He uh-huh. sounds amazing. He is. Yeah. <laughs> well, let's jump into our Bible passage for today. It's John chapter 11. And if you haven't read John chapter 11 in, in its entirety, we would sure encourage you to do that, even if you wanted to press pause right now. And, and go do that. There's a lot going on in John 11 as well. It's mostly the story of Lazarus, but we're going to just hone in on verses 32 to 44. And so, Betsy, get us up to speed. What? Just kind of summarize, if you could, what's happening here before we jump in. Yeah, so Jesus is walking around Israel with his disciples and they're a few days journey away from an old friend named Lazarus and um, so he lives down by Jerusalem so and word comes to him that Lazarus comes, is yep, sick that he's sick yep and interestingly um, when Jesus hears this he says something like yeah let's wait a few days let's wait a few days and he's you know he's he even tells his disciples for your sake I'm glad that that were not there um, when they find out that he actually died so that you can believe. And now let's go to him. So, Which if you were a disciple at that point, you'd be like, what is going on? Yeah, yeah. Why is he glad? I had forgotten that that Jesus delayed on purpose. Mm-hmm. You know, because like in the Sunday school flannel board things, they just start with like when they get there. Mm. And mm-hmm. I always thought it was like, oh, they arrived, and oh, no, this guy has died. Right. And, yeah. You didn't realize that it was intentional. It was. That Jesus waited until he died. Puzzling. Yeah. Yeah. So we are going to jump into the story, verse 32, just as the action really starts to heat up. So verse 32, when Mary reached the place where Jesus was and saw him, she fell at his feet and said, Lord, if you'd been here, my brother would not have died. When Jesus saw her weeping and the Jews who had come along with her also weeping, he was deeply moved in spirit and troubled. Where have you laid him? He asked. Come and see, Lord, they replied. Jesus wept. Then the Jews said, see how he loved him. But some of them said, could not he who opened the eyes of the blind man have kept this man from dying? 
Jesus, once more deeply moved, came to the tomb. It was a cave with a stone laid across the entrance. Take away the stone, he said. But Lord, said Martha, the sister of the dead man, by this time there is a bad odor, for he has been there four days. Then Jesus said, Did I not tell you that if you believed you would see the glory of God? So they took away the stone. Then Jesus looked up and said, Father, I thank you that you have heard me. I knew that you always hear me, but I said this for the benefit of the people standing here, so that they may believe that you sent me. When he had said this, Jesus called in a loud voice, Lazarus, come out. The dead man came out, his hands and feet wrapped with strips of linen and a cloth around his face. Jesus said to them, take off the grave clothes and let him go. Our first discussion point is, Dwight, what does this tell you about God? Well, it tells me that Jesus is deeply movable. Okay. Are you talking about physically movable? Uh, no, okay. emotionally. Okay. It says that he wept and that he was deeply moved, you know, before he prayed. So clearly he loved Lazarus and feels deeply. Mm-hmm. And if this is the only piece of scripture that I've ever read, Jesus, the Son of God, is a, a deeply feeling person. So do you find it curious at all that he wept even though he knew that Lazarus was going to die. Yes. It's not like he got there and all of a sudden found out and then was overcome with grief. What's going on here, do you think? I wonder if he was just entering into the grief of those he loved. Mm. I mean, he saw Mary and Martha's grief. He mm. saw Lazarus's friends and family mm. just... I wonder if that just moved him to tears. Mm. Other than that, I don't know. Yeah, it is curious because he knew that in just a few minutes, Lazarus is going to walk out of that grave. Mm -hmm. It's really interesting Mm -hmm. because he could have been like, oh, wait, guys, wait, don't cry. Like, let me fix it, you know, or or he could have been like. Those poor people, they have no idea, you know, yep. uh, we're just going to fix this, kind of looking down on them, you know. Well, well, But he was just overcome with empathy yeah. and compassion. Yep. Mm-hmm. Well, think of it this way. How many movies or episodes of The Chosen have you watched multiple times, but you still get teary-eyed mm-hmm. when... The plot is unfolding, mm-hmm. even though you know how the episode's going to end. Mm-hmm. It sounds like you've watched The Chosen then. Well, I maybe. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's what drew you to Jesus. Maybe it is. Uh-huh. <laughs> it will do that. This is not a plug for The Chosen, but be careful who you show that to because it'll do some things, right? right? Yeah. Yep. No, that's a great question now. Mm-hmm. What about you? What does it I think teach I, you about God? Yeah, I, that's what I got out of that. I mm. thought... Why is he weeping? You know, mm-hmm. um, again, I, I had forgotten that he knew ahead of time and he allowed it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess another point would be that it seems like Jesus allows certain situations that are painful mm-hmm. to work his purposes. Mm-hmm. Um, even though he does this, the pain involved still grieves him. So even though he knows it's for our best and there's going to be redemption. Mm-hmm he still feels the pain that we feel. That's good. It's like this duality there, you know? Yep. 
instead of being just this stoic God who's mm-hmm. like, yeah, I know you're bummed now, mm-hmm. but just trust me, hang on. Yeah, you know? or, or even, hey, it's okay, this is for your good, like a parent that spanks right. and, and is kind of stoic about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like this is for your good. It, it was like my mom would always say before she would spank me. Let me guess. This hurts me more than it hurts you. <laughs> Did your mother say that too? <laughs> no, but I've heard of other parents who said okay. it. Okay, <laughs> yeah, and I believe it did. Yeah, that's good. Oh, uh, my mom only spanked me once, and you know that story. Yeah, we, we've heard that last year on the podcast. Oh, did I? Oh, yeah. 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 Yeah, I mouthed after my mom big mm-hmm. time. Mm-hmm. That's the only time I remember getting spanked, and she did not say, this hurts me more than it hurts you. <laughs> I was cruising for a bruising, <laughs> for sure. All right. Well, how about our second uh, talking point here? Yeah. So what does this story conjure up in your mind about people or about yourself? You know, so interrelated to what we just said about God, I would say about people is we don't have the big picture. We almost Mm -hmm. never have the big picture. Mm -hmm. So when we're going through stuff, Mm -hmm. we can't see the end. Mm -hmm. And obviously Jesus knows what's right around the corner. Mm -hmm. So... I would just say of of human nature, not only can't we see because we don't always know the future, Mm -hmm. but if we're not careful, we can blame Jesus. Mm -hmm. You know, Martha said, if you were here, Mm -hmm. he wouldn't have died. Like she blamed him, you know, for the tragedy. Yeah. And of course, not knowing that he was going to raise him from the dead, but I've been there. Yeah. You know, I've blamed Jesus like... Jesus, clearly you could have done something about this crappy situation I'm mm-hmm. in, but you yeah. didn't. Yeah. Um, and I'm I'm kind of mad. Yeah. And he can deal with that. Like, he can handle it. Mm-hmm. And there's a fine line between acknowledging that we do feel disappointed mm-hmm. and we don't get it. Mm-hmm. And yet blaming too much or, yeah, that's another conversation. Yeah. But that's absolutely true. Yeah. Yeah, I kind of was along those lines. I, I was thinking... Um, I feel like, you know, there's something about timing in this story. And Mm -hmm. I feel like, at least in my experience, Jesus' timing is always, almost always, very different from what I think would be best. Totally. Okay. And it's usually a lot slower or longer. (laughs) Yes. Sometimes it's faster. Mm -hmm. But in general, it seems to be a longer time frame. Yeah. Uh, And I also, this reminds me that... um, this kind of temporary human evaluation of the circumstances, the proof of Jesus' love for us, my mom would always say, is not in our circumstances. Mm. It's in the cross. Mm-hmm. And that's what this reminds me of. Yes, mm-hmm. that's good. So do you have a now what or a so what? Do you? Yeah, I do. I'd love to hear it. This passage to me is just a great encouragement to trust even when the timing seems all wrong. Hmm. Even when it looks like something is going to die. Something that's really important to me is just crashing and burning. Hmm. To trust even during those times that there's a plan. Mm -hmm. I love the phrase, even though hopefully it's not overused or cheesy, but that Jesus never wastes our pain. Hmm. You know, that as we go through tough stuff, he can redeem anything. Anything. Mm-hmm. And the longer that you walk with him, 
think the more you see that, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you have more things to look back on and mm-hmm. say, okay, mm-hmm. yep, didn't see that, but a year later, mm-hmm. then I could see it. Mm-hmm. So, friends, wherever you are, whoever you are, let's trust Jesus today, uh, no matter what's going on, even if it looks dark and troubling. Hang on. Redemption is on the way. See you tomorrow. Well, thank you for joining us today for the Victory Point Bible Reading Podcast. We hope that today's conversation was helpful for you and encourages you in your daily walk with God. If you have any questions or thoughts to share with us, please email us at info at victorypoint.org. We would love to hear from you.